We're going live. Nope. We'll do it live. <laughs> this is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday. I don't know where what it's like where you're at, but it is raining cats and dogs this morning outside. I hope my the weather doesn't somehow impact the stream. If my mic starts cutting out or doing anything weird, which it's done in the past, just please sound off in the comments because I have no idea when my mic sounds like absolute garbage. And uh, sometimes the weather impacts my uh, impacts my bandwidth for whatever reason, which makes no sense because I have fiber. <laughs> I have fiber internet out here in the cow pasture. But uh, yeah, somehow, sometimes the weather impacts it, whatever. And it's just super stormy right now. What's going on, guys? Hey, just to remind you, uh, for the, any ladies that are watching, none of you can be first, but all of you can be next. <laughs> mm. You guys need to get one of these mugs. You guys need to get one of these mugs because your coffee will taste better in one of these mugs. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed fact. <laughs> What's everybody doing this this fine Wednesday morning? We only have a we only have a couple of people watching. Um if you guys are watching on on Twitter right now, or if you guys are watching on Facebook, smash that like button and then head on over to the YouTube channel. I'm going to drop a link for you Facebook people, but uh, make sure that you guys uh, make sure you guys smash that like button. Helps us out in the, the algorithm. Even if you're watching on Twitter, all that kind of stuff helps out. All right. So we are live. Join me for these every Wednesday and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern time. But if you can't make it, that's what the replays are for. And today we're going to be we're going to be talking about spinning plates. We're going to be talking about dating multiple women at the same time. You know, it's funny. I I uh, hear a lot of guys complain about it. They either think it's too much work. Uh, they have too much too many problems getting at least one date, let alone multiple. Or they think it's, you know, somewhat immoral, right? Oh, I, I don't want her to think I'm a cheater. I want her to, I don't want her to think I'm one of those guys. <laughs> but uh, it's funny. I like rarely hear women complain about it. Rarely. Um, but I have some thoughts about it. And I want you guys to, I want to hear your guys' takes too. So if you guys are in the comments right now, you know, sound off, participate. Hey, Cadillo. Good morning, brother. All right. Before I get into the topic at hand today, let's start off with some housekeeping. You guys know the drill. You guys know what's up. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. I see, I see seven people are watching right now. There should be at least seven likes. There should be at least seven likes. <laughs> Drop a comment. Any comment will do. If you guys are watching uh, live right now on YouTube, sound off in the in the live chat. That helps this time go by faster. I, I want some of your takes on on these concepts too, uh, as we go along. I know Caudillo's he dated uh, very very aggressively uh, using his own language. We, he dated aggressively in Dallas for like two years straight, so he knows what's uh, what what it's about. Uh, be sure to follow me on all social media. The links are in the description. I'm on all the good platforms. Get on the Patreon, guys. 
Patreon.com slash come on man pod. You can join for as little as $10 and then you get all of Monday's interviews ad free uh, without all this sort of housekeeping stuff. And, uh, and then you also get them a, a couple of days early because I dropped those for the Patreon members on Friday afternoons. And then if you guys want some kind of coaching, if you guys need help getting a rotation going or whatever, join tier two or tier three of the Patreon. It's pretty affordable. I, I'm not charging people enough. That's that's for sure. <laughs> and a, a great way to help out the show is to send a super chat. Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube, YouTube has this feature where you can send a super chat and you can send it for as little as a dollar. That all helps support the show. The show is largely supported by you guys, by the audience, because, uh, you know, a lot of my videos like immediately right now, YouTube has this thing where when I upload videos, it immediately goes into uh, limited ad status, which essentially means you're demonetized uh, just because of the type of content I do. And then when they do play ads, it's like pennies. So when you guys send super chats, you guys are really helping out creators. I don't know if you know that. So send a super chat that helps support out, support the show. God, I need more coffee guys. This is, this time change is really just getting to me, you know, like it's, before I, I, I hit my forties, time changes never bothered me. Like I never had a problem with time changes, but now that I'm in my forties, like every time change, I just like de-evolve. <laughs> like is, is the sun's not even out yet. I'm, I, I can't get up. I can't get up this early. Like right now it's, it's eight in the morning, my time. And it's dark AF outside. Uh, and I, a lot, a lot of that's because it's, it's stormy out, but anyway, I'm just, yelling at clouds like an old man uh get on the email list list.comeonmanpod.com uh and i will send you some free stickers if you guys are watching on youtube right now you can see the stickers here if you guys are listening on the audio replay well come on over to youtube during a live and you can see what the stickers look like but i'll send those to you free of charge and then if you like those designs they you can get them as a mug or as a t-shirt or wherever too if you go to merch.comeonmanpod.com um i have uh, the mugs linked below the video on youtube so check those out uh, coffee tastes better than these mm, these are good all right then uh finally here we've got the law of attraction course my practical law of attraction course it's chick crack free there are no genies granting wishes with this uh you know a lot of you guys just the reason why you're not having success in dating is because your mindset is not right. If you fix your mindset, all these things will, will change for you guys. It's uh, you'll have this, you know, you, they talk about the, the idea of, of uh, living in abundance, right? Abundance thinking. Well, how do I even get there? If I haven't experienced abundance, well, you can reprogram your brain to think that you have abundance. And then once you start thinking that way, you'll act that way. It's amazing. So I'll play a commercial for that. And then we'll go ahead and get into the topic at hand today. Let me find it. Here we go. Do you struggle to find the kind of women you want? Are you tired of swiping away all day on dating apps and only finding mediocre women? When you're out and about at the supermarket or at the mall, all you see are woke liberal women. You can't seem to find a traditional submissive woman that checks all your boxes. What if I were to tell you that the reason why you can't find your traditional submissive woman is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have programmed your mind to think that there's only trash women around you. 
You've programmed your mind by focusing on what you don't want in a relationship. To solve this problem, I've created my Practical Law of Attraction course. In my course, I will teach you how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you will be hyper aware of the kind of women that will check all of your boxes. It's not that they weren't there before, it's just that you weren't aware of them because of your current mindset. So let's change that mindset today. Check out my course by visiting loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So act now. Act now. <laughs> Look at this. Bull rush. If her BMI is above 24, is it considered spinning two plates? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like two dates in one, right? That's hilarious. You like eh, bull rush likes trash women. Look, if you guys lower your standards, you can really experience abundance. Let me tell you. <laughs> just, just anything that's wet with a hole in it. And, uh, you're good to go. You're good to go. <laughs> All right, guys, let's talk about spinning plates. Um, First of all, for you newbies out there, what does it mean to spin plates? I will uh, occasionally get guys when I'm talking, you know, put out TikTok videos or or whatever. They'll say, um, what do you mean by spinning plates? Like it's a new concept for some people. So uh, I get that. I When people are watching my videos, I always sort of assume that there's one or two people that are in the audience that have no idea what I'm talking about and they're too afraid to ask, you know, because everyone else knows these concepts. So basically spinning plates means you're dating multiple women at once, right? Easy peasy. Hey, my man, Nathan Mannion with a $2 super chat. You get this buddy. You get this. We're past the eight minute mark. So I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? <laughs> this guy fucks. Am I right? Thanks for that, man. I appreciate it. Guys, if you uh, want to support the show, send a super chat or a super sticker. It really helps out. All right. So dating, uh, spinning plates means uh, dating multiple women. Uh, but what do most guys do? What do most guys do? They date with sniper mentality, right? They do one girl at a time, right? Like a sniper. They get her in her sights. She shows a little bit of interest and bam, they go all in. They go all in on that one girl and <laughs> they overinvest. They immediately start treating her like she's a girlfriend or a wife. And then they come across it's needy as hell. Okay. And what they end up doing is they push women away. <laughs> Bull rush. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Bull rush. You get this one today, man. Bull rush for the $5.56 super chat. You're pretty funny for a seaman. <laughs> Thank you. You guys didn't know Bull Rush is a he's a jarhead. He's a jarhead. So that's okay. I'll take that. <laughs> so one of the things, one of the first things that I realized I was doing wrong when I got back on the dating circuit the second time uh was after my marriage. I always say the second time, but the second time after my marriage was that uh, I was doing this. I was dating with sniper mentality. There would be like one girl uh, that would show 
you know, somewhat interest on me on a dating app, I'd go all in and I'd immediately start basically treating her like we were exclusive before that even happened. And, you know, I found that after one or two dates, I'd get ghosted or, you know, oh, you know, I'm just not feeling a connection or whatever. It's like, it's because I was pushing these women away with my neediness, right? I made them like the sole focus of my attention, right? I would text them every day. I was good morning text guy. You know, you know what I mean? You guys, you guys, have you guys been good morning text guy? Don't be good morning text guy. That's another, that's for another conversation, but I was good morning text guy. I would text them all day long. I text them all about my day. And then I'd be trying to set up multiple dates throughout the week uh, on the weeks that I didn't have my kids and try to have them occupy all my time. And that is just like the worst way to go. You will push women away so fast by doing that. So one of the best solutions to not being so damn needy with these women is to spin plates. Don't, don't be exclusive with these women, right? Until you have that talk, right? But you got you to gotta work your way up to that. Most chicks are not immediately ready to get into a relationship. I know a lot of guys say that, oh, but all women want are relationships. Like that's not how it starts. That's not how it starts at all. So we'll get into some of that today, I'm sure. Some common objections, this is what I, I hear from guys, right? Some common objections to spinning plates. Uh, the first one is it's too hard to remember all their names and deal with all of their bullshit, right? Guys, is that is that a problem that you guys have when you are uh, spinning plates? It's too hard to remember their names? Because I'm terrible with names. I'm terrible with names and I'm terrible. I have a terrible memory in general, you know, terrible short-term memory. <laughs> and uh, I was deathly afraid that I was going to call one girl the wrong name, right? I was deathly afraid of that. So there's ways around this, okay? What I ended up doing was I would give all these chicks nicknames, you know, because that way... You know, if you accidentally slip a different nickname, you know, most of the time chicks don't like they don't think about that too much. But I, I would just give them nicknames, you know, or I just wouldn't use names at all. <laughs> Have you ever like gone up to somebody and like, you know, you've met them before and you can't remember their name. So you just don't use their name in the conversation. You're just like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, man, it's been a long time. But you never once say their name. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this is a good one, Claudio. I almost used the L there, man. I'm sorry. Claudio, uh, it's too hard to remember past conversations. That was something that would happen a lot in in uh, when I was spinning plates too, is like, I, I can't remember if I told you this or not, right? So I, that's how I would like, if I had that inclination that I probably said this to someone else, I would oftentimes preface something I was about to say with, I can't remember if I told you this or not. <laughs> hey, Afi. Hey, good morning, brother. Thanks for showing up today. Appreciate it. So, and then getting back to, you know, I don't want to deal with all their bullshit, right? Like, oh, I'm dating multiple women. I, I got to deal with all their bullshit. I don't want, I can barely deal with one woman's bullshit. Well, guess what guys, if you are dating multiple women at once, uh, you don't have to deal with their bullshit because you don't have to spend time with them if they are giving you bullshit because you're dating multiple women, right? You, <laughs> So it's so much easier to walk away if they're like giving you a bunch of crap. Be like, you know what? Peace out. I'm going to go talk to Susie tonight. 
you get their kids' names mixed up. What are you doing dating single moms? Single moms. Ah, they're so bad. <laughs> get their kids' names mixed up. <laughs> and that's the honest truth, Caudillo. More women, less bullshit. That's absolutely right. And it's it's so counterintuitive. Most guys are like, they think, you know, dealing with women in general is full of bullshit. But the more you date, the the less it is the less it is. We'll get into that too. Reasons why some of that is as well. But, uh, but I mean, just, just in general, if you have like a bunch of different options, you're not going to tolerate the same things you will. If she's your only option, you're just not going to tolerate it. And so that gives you a better mental frame that gives you, uh, you know, just more leverage. They say that the, the person, uh, I think Michael Yan said it, right. The person with the, the, greatest negotiating power is the one that's willing to walk away and mean it. And if you have unlimited options, you are more willing to walk away guys with guys with, uh, that operate in a scarcity mindset. They, they, they don't have that mentality. They think, Oh my God, if I screw it up with her, right? Like so many guys are worried, worried about screwing things up with chicks. If I screw it up with her, she's going to walk, right? She should be worried about screwing it up with you because you have just as many options as her right? Well, probably not. Let's get real. Most girls have more options than guys, but if she thinks that you have more options than her, uh, she's going to, she's going to, she's going to think twice. She's going to think twice. The other objections, let's see, I got a bunch of them here, but another one I get is it costs too much money, man. These, these women out here costing all this money. <laughs> I got a new uh, energy drink today, guys. I'm testing out. I've never had this one before. Hey guys, what's your favorite energy drink? Just if you guys drink energy drinks, I know there's some people that are like, oh, they're so terrible for you. I don't care. Uh, but if you guys like energy drinks, what's your favorite? Let me know. So it costs too much money. Um, so I will I will say this. Yeah, dates do add up, uh, but you can keep a rotation to a minimal level. So I found that three or four was pretty much my limit. I didn't want to date more than that. It was It was too hard to sort of juggle more than that. And, and dates do add up over time. Dates do add up over time, but you really want to make women earn more expensive dates. You know, you don't want to lead with dinner and, you know, fancy galas and trips and travel. And uh, what, what, what do the rich guys do? They have women flewed out. They flew them out. <laughs> hey guys, send a super chat, support the show. Oh, you like Red Bull? I like sugar-free Red Bulls. They're okay. They're not bad. Uh, Bull Rush, you like Red Line? Okay. And, oh, you like, dude, I don't like Bang. Luis likes Bang. I, Bang has a nasty aftertaste. That's just my opinion, though. But if you got, if you like it, that's cool. It does cost money, but it's better than paying for sex. I think so. You know, some people might disagree. Some people might think that it's uh it's it's more efficient to pay for the sex but i i also like going out and having a good time like i like dating i like going out and having conversations and and having drinks and stuff like that that's not a time wasted just to get to the sex part like all of that the whole experience is fun for me i like doing that it's like paying for entertainment ah i i drink it for the name alone bang yeah all right <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, you want to make women earn more expensive dates, right? If they're not putting out yet, 
they don't get the expensive treatment. Okay. You want to keep like early dates where there's no sex involved, low investment, right? Drinks, dinner at your place, dinner at her place, right? Going for a, going for a walk in the park, you know, stuff like that. You like goat energy drink. I don't know if I've ever experienced that. <laughs> I don't know. I've had goat energy drink, but uh, you want to, you want to make women sort of earn their spot. Okay. The same thing goes, this is off topic, but the, same thing sort of goes for, for Friday and Saturday nights. I have a firm belief that Friday and Saturday nights are for women that you're sleeping with. And if they haven't earned that yet, then they don't get Friday or Saturday nights because those are prime date nights. And um, also on Friday and Saturday nights, if I didn't have a date lined up, I wasn't, I wasn't texting women. I wasn't uh, texting women on dating apps or whatever because I wanted like the women to sort of be wondering about me. What's he doing on a Friday or Saturday night? Because, you know, that's when everybody goes out. <laughs> so if we'll get into this too. Like if you haven't gotten to the place where you are spinning plates yet, you can sort of fake it till you make it with like certain tactics, right? And get at least get women's hamster wheels going because that's very important. Another objection is it's too hard to even get one whammon. Beef Wellington or get the fuck out. Oh, that's not it. Beef Wellington or get the fuck out. That's right. Bull Rush knows what's up. Here's a hack. Go to a wine bar. Okay. Caudio's got the, got the scoop here. Here's a hack. Go to a wine bar. A bottle of wine is $35. Both of you will be buzzed and wine bars are usually classy, quiet venues. Yeah, that's a good hack. Uh, I'm on keto though, so I can't drink wine because it's got too much sugar, but I hear you. I hear you. That's, I think that's a good idea. Most guys aren't on keto. All right. So too hard to even get women. So this, I was just saying this, right? You can fake it till you make it. You can uh, stay busy with other hobbies. Honestly, one of the reasons why I started this podcast uh, was so that I had something to do outside of women. And that's very important for guys to, to do. You guys need to get busy. So many of you guys, all you do is work, Come home, drink beer, get up in the morning and start all over again. Like that's what, that's your life. And that is a boring fucking life. And women don't want to be a part of a life like that. So you need to figure out something that makes you uh, an exciting person to hang around, right? You need to find hobbies that are, are fun to do for you that, you know, you can invite them on or at least tell them about that sounds exciting, right? Um, so this was one of one of my hobbies. I mean, I don't typically like invite women to join me for podcasts, but this is this became one of my hobbies. This became one of my life purposes, right? That they say you got to have a purpose. And I did this so that it would also fill up my time outside of women. Uh it it in this this show gives me so much to to do, right? Like I have to like edit all sorts of videos. I have to, you know, make content to promote the show. It, it's very time consuming. So uh, this, this keeps me focused on something other than women. And so like, yeah, if I didn't have dates lined up, I had something to do. I could work on the show. Um, I could go for a hike. I could take my dog out. I could go for bike rides. You know, I just, I came up with other things to do outside of women. So you can sort of, use that as an alternative to dating to keep your mind off the women all the time, which is healthy to do. Um, and then you, like I said before, you could, there are certain things you can do like the, the Friday Saturday night rule, like make that a rule, 
make that a rule where you don't go out on Friday or Saturday nights unless you're sleeping with her already. That leaves, you know, that leaves five other days a week that you could take chicks out for, for drinks, get to know them. And then second date, have them back to your place, close the deal. And then third date, you can take them out on a Friday or Saturday night. Like they've earned it by then. Uh, and then when a chick asks you, are you seeing other women? Are you seeing, are you seeing other girls right now? Never give them a clear answer. I, I personally think never give them a clear answer. Uh, I think when I interviewed, um, when I interviewed Alan Roger Curry, uh, I mean, he's, he's a very mode one individual, right? Mode one means like you're very direct and honest with women. Like you, the, the goal is to be direct and honest with the women at all times. So he would disagree with that. That's more mode two behavior, right? N like being sort of vague with your responses, but it's effective. He, he also said it, it is effective, you know? Uh, but it, uh, to me, I just thought it would, it just works better in game uh, to just not give a clear answer. Right. So when, when a woman asks, you know, if you're seeing other women, just say, you know, I always got room for one more. That can mean that you're seeing a hundred women. It can mean that you can, you're seeing two women. It can mean that you're not seeing any women. It doesn't, it doesn't, it can mean anything, right? It just let her hamster wheel churn on that. Like her imagination is, is uh, probably one of your biggest assets, her imagination. Yeah. Rest in, rest in peace, ARC. <laughs> your mode 1.5. <laughs> but see, there's so many guys that when a chick asks, Hey, are you seeing other people? Like they're a little too honest. Right. And they'll be like, Oh no, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing anyone because they think that's what women want to hear. And what you're saying when you say, Oh no, I'm not seeing anyone. You're basically saying that other women don't like you. Right. You might as well just be telling this chick, like, I don't fuck. Right. It's it's never good to 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 be honest with that if you're not seeing other women right now. Just I swear to God, just either tell them that you are <laughs> or say I have room for one more, right? That's that's the best way to to answer that sort of thing, I think. Cuz if if women women actually like you, if other if other women like you, they will like you. It's called pre-selection. It's a it's a it's a thing. And then I got guys that are like, it's immoral. It's cheating. <laughs> I can't date multiple women. I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy, a player, right? Oh, Caudillo with the $5 super chat. Here we go. You get this, man. Pippin ain't easy. Caudillo, oh, $5. Ah, oh, now I got to talk about the cuck article. Jesus. <laughs> Weekends usually have a lot of disadvantages, crowded, loud bars, hard to find parking, getting drinks, takes longer, et cetera. Yeah. And that, that could be true, but sometimes like, you know, women sort of like the crowds, but you know, I would, it's always, it's always good guys uh, to take, take control of like, if you know, you're going to take a girl out on Friday or Saturday night, like you make the plans and make sure you have reservations. If you can't, if you can do it, chicks like that, if you already have reservations. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So it's like going out on like a Thursday night is, is perfect. Right. And there's something, uh, there's another objection too. I don't have it on here. Right. Going out on a Thursday nights. Oh, I can't do that. I got to get up for work in the morning. Well, no one says that you have to get fucking bombed on a date, <laughs> you know, have a, have an alcoholic beverage and then switch to water, 
and then, you know, you want to keep first dates sort of short anyway. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be out there, like, for four hours on a Thursday night, like, just wasting everybody's time. You know, like, first dates, for me, are, like, they're a chemistry test. You want to see if you like her or not. What cuck article? You have to be more specific. <laughs> I got multiple cuck articles. That's... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> For those guys that aren't in on the joke, uh, uh, this guy, Jack Murphy, a couple of years ago, like yelled at some chick on a podcast because someone sent a $5 super chat and asked for him to talk about the cuck article. And the lady reading the super chat had no idea what that meant. And uh, he got offended and told her to like fuck off or whatever. Uh, good times. All right. Uh, where are we at here? Oh, a moral or it's cheating, right? So guys, oh, I can't do this, right? It's a moron. I don't want to cheat on her. I don't want her to think I'm one of those guys. It's not cheating until you have the exclusivity talk and you agree, you both agree that you're exclusive. It's, it's not cheating, all right? So you got to get that out of your head right now. Uh, and it, it's, this isn't middle school, okay? I think a lot, of, a lot of guys go, especially young guys, a lot of guys go into the dating market thinking this is fucking middle school or high school, right? You don't walk up to women and ask them to be your girlfriend. Like, that's not how this works. It worked like that in junior high. It worked like that in middle school and elementary school. It doesn't work like that when you're an adult, okay? Um, you date, right? You are, are, are seeing who's the best option for you right now. So you're not a fucking exclusive. You're not. Um, and you're treating her like a girlfriend before she's even earned it. You don't even know this chick, right? You go on one date with her. And some guys like fall madly in love with the chicks before they even find themselves on the date, which is why like guys get so pissed off at, at catfish dates is because they, they've built this chick up in, in, in their mind because they've texted her too damn much before the date. And then when they show up on the date, they're like totally disappointed because all of their dreams and aspirations of, you know, white picket fences and 2.5 kids have been blown out of the water by this fat whale that shows up on the date. Like that's, <laughs> it's, yeah. Anyway, you're not exclusive until you've had the talk. Okay. And you shouldn't be treating her like a girlfriend or a wife until she's earned it. And I guarantee she's doing the same thing, right? Men call it spinning plates. Women just call it dating. This is how women date, right? They see multiple guys and then they pick their best option. Why shouldn't you do that? If you're not doing that, like you're just dating highly inefficiently. You know what I mean? So let's talk about some benefits. Before I get into the benefits, though, make sure you guys, if you haven't done so already, make sure you guys like, subscribe, and hit those notifications. And also, uh, you guys, a lot of you guys are sounding off in the uh, in the chat right now. I appreciate that. But if you're watching on the replay, drop a comment below. And if you guys are listening on your favorite audio platform after the replay, give us a five-star review and actually like write out why you like the show. I will read that in an upcoming episode. Let's see what we got here. There's no morality, dude. Yeah, there's no morality in dating. It's it's all fair in love and war, right? <laughs> Was this a, it's easier for her to find a babysitter on a non-weekend day? Probably. It's probably true. Those those young whippersnapper uh uh babysitters are probably out partying on the weekend, right? It's easier to find a find a babysitter on a on a Thursday night. I'll tell you this though. 
since we're talking about single moms here, uh, I'm like one of the guys in the, the, the space that like, I don't have a problem with single moms, right? But I think that single moms are really are really good for a very specific group of guys. It's very They're good for single fathers. If you don't have kids yet, you really have no business dating single moms. I mean, you can you can you know date them for fun, they're for recreation or whatever, but uh, you do not want to find yourself, you know, taking care of another man's kids. You don't want to be on the hook for another man's kids. You don't want to be adopting other men's kids. It's just it's just a bad idea. And even if you are a single father, I think it's important to set that boundary that you're not going to parent her kids and vice versa. You don't really want her to parent your kids either. Right. Um, and then also I found too, that dating single moms, uh, it, it really only works out well if she's on the same parenting schedule as you. So like nurse chick, for instance, right. She's on the exact same parenting schedule as me. So that, so the weeks that we, both of us don't have our kids, we can spend our time together and it's great. And then on the weeks that we do have our kids, we take care of our kids and we keep that, that whole idea completely separate. So that works out very well. Um, but th one of the, the problematic things about, there we go, about dating single moms and them having to find babysitters is it's just, they almost like, they almost never have time to date, right? Especially, like, especially single moms that have full custody of their kids they they're almost like they're almost impossible to date it's like a, a monumental waste of your time trying to get them out on dates half the time let's see <laughs> dating single moms fun and isn't bad uh, isn't bad but you'll see them like once every two to three weeks yeah they have like no fucking time right so that's why like if you're a single dad like it works out great Cause you see them every other week. That's perfect. That's perfect timing. Cause that's like, I was only dating every other week anyway, you know? So it works out. It works out good. It worked out good for me, but, uh, they're not for everybody. And, um, but I'm not going to go all, you know, uh, and not, I'm not going to go all rich Cooper on, on the whole idea of single moms, you know, uh, he got bet burned pretty bad by single moms. Like I get it. <clears throat> And I, and I love Rich too, so I'm not trying to shit on Rich at all, but you know, we just have different differing opinions on that sort of thing, and that's okay. Okay, let's talk about benefits. Benefits of spinning plates. So I put out a tweet the other day, and this was a, sort of a, a short little impromptu thread I did on, on Twitter because there was this kid that was like, all these red pillars were giving this kid advice. And this kid was like, I want the information. And everyone's like, okay, well, here's the information. And he's like, fuck your information. Like, <laughs> this kid on, on, on Twitter was just like arguing with everybody about everything, especially like, you know, spinning plates. They're like, dude, you got to start spinning plates and stuff. And he was like, I don't want to do that. I want to find one girl to settle down with and stuff. It's like, dude, you can still do that. You know, in fact, that's the best way to, to find the girl to settle down with is to spin all these plates until you find the right plate. Right. So this kid just didn't want to hear it, but uh, here we go. So I put, it's the most efficient way to date. Seeing multiple people at the same time narrows everything down quicker, right? Because if you're dating with sniper mentality, you're literally doing it like this, right? You, uh, you let's say you meet a girl on a dating app. You meet her on a dating app. You, and let's say you're, you're even pretty good at, at setting dates and not wasting a lot of time online, right? So you meet a girl on a dating app. You send her, you know, 10, 15 messages. You find a segue to set that date. You 
go on a date with her maybe like two to three days later. And then you got to wait like another, you know, four or five days before you see her again, or at least, I'm sorry, you got to wait like three or four days before you reach out to set the next date. So you don't see her again until probably the next week. So you're literally not seeing her until, you know, like maybe one week at a time. So you might go on her on, let's say three dates with her. So that's like, if you're going on one date a week, you're, you're literally have now wasted maybe a month's worth of time, at least, at least a month's worth of time for her to just ghost you. <laughs> now you got to start all over again. And now you, you got to go find another chick, line up a chick that's interesting and then waste another entire month. Right. Whereas if, uh, if you're, dating multiple women at once, you set that date with this chick on a Thursday night. You, you line up another chick, you set a date with her for let's say Sunday night. Uh, you find another chick online. You set another date with her for Monday night. Well, now you have like three dates lined up. Now you can sort of, you're like an, it's like an interview process, right? You go to on, on each of these dates and you sort of see if you like them or not. Okay. Now you have three chicks that are possibilities that you can be seeing in this time period, right? And then if let's say chick number two decides to drop out and flake on you, that's okay. Cause you still have these two other chicks that you're working with. You haven't like, you haven't lost that much. You know what I mean? It's just more efficient to meet more women in a smaller period of time and narrow down the results. It's, it's that's what makes it more efficient. Uh, we talked about this a little bit already, but it makes you less needy, okay? Now, like women can smell neediness on a man like a shark smells blood. And it's the, probably one of the least attractive things that that you can do is just act like you need this chick, like you need her in your life. A great book uh, that a lot of guys should read, um, it's, it's not on my multiple read list, but it was a very good book, was Models by Mark Manson. And he talks a lot about not being needy. And how unattractive it is. So if you want more information on that, read that book. It's a good book. But it makes you less needy because if one girl stops talking to you, which I already mentioned, who cares? <laughs> you have like two or three other girls that you, you can see at the same time. It doesn't matter. And you're, you're, so, you're so less invested in these women uh, in the beginning because like one, they haven't earned it yet. And two, you're just like you're, you're juggling these other women. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if those plates fall. And then what, what ends up happening is it makes you more attractive. And there's a reason for that, right? Less needy makes you more attractive to women. And then also a guy with options is more attractive to women. Like women want to get with a, a guy that other men want to be and other women want to fuck, right? Like that's, <laughs> isn't that what like Rolo says all the time? But if other girls like you, there's, there's this whole psychological component called pre-selection that like women just automatically assume that you're a good catch if other women like you. So if you're dating multiple women at once, or if she thinks you're dating multiple women at once, that automatically spikes that attraction level for you. Let's see. Do I have this on here? Yes, I do have it on here. Which leads to the uh, the the next benefit, which is you can find higher quality women by doing this. 
Because being attractive to women will help you find higher quality women that will qualify themselves to you. Now, I will say this. If you're dating uh, less attractive women, right? If you're dating like, unless you're into big girls, right? If you're into big girls, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. Some some dudes like, like them thick. Brothers like them thick. Am I right? Brothers like them thick. Uh, but <laughs> if you're into bigger girls, then this, this might be fine for you. Right. But, um, but typically if you're dating like a less than attractive girl and, and, uh, like more attractive women see that, that doesn't really do anything for your attraction level. Like women, uh, will look at like, you're dating, a you're dating a four and they're like an eight. They're not going to go, Oh, well, you know, he, he, he's, he's desired by hot women. You know, that, that doesn't work that way. <laughs> uh, but if you're dating an eight, right. Or if you're dating a nine or whatever, uh, women that are like sevens or, or even equal to that eights or nines, they will think that you're more attractive because you're around this hot, hotter girl. So that helps you out. Um, but if they don't see what that girl looks like, like if they just know that you're dating other women, like then it helps you out because they can use their imagination. Cause they're going to assume that, uh, you're at least dating someone as attractive as, as attractive as them, if not better. Right. And then that works in your favor. Uh, and then women are super competitive. Women are very competitive. If they think other women have a shot, they tend to step their game up and are more invested in you. Right. It's, uh, it's that whole dread game thing. <laughs> Big girls are great in the winter. They keep you warm. There you go. <laughs> Big girls like mopeds are fun to ride until, until friends see you. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Competition anxiety works great for building and keeping attraction. It's true. Yeah. Women are super competitive. Like they, and they might not even think they are. They might act like they're not, but women are, are crazy. They're crazy uh, uh, competitive, man. If they think other women like like you, that they will they will step step it up because they want to win. They want to win. So, so this leads to the last thing, which is uh, you know when you have your choice with women, you you can pick from the best of the best, right? If you have if you're dating like three chicks and let's say they're all eights and nines maybe nines or tens, whatever, you know, all that, the whole scale is subjective anyway. You know, the whole idea of like, you know, ones through tens is totally subjective, but let's say she's your, your eight or a nine and you got three of them to pick from. You could pick the best one out of those three. <laughs> Skinny bitches always steal the blankets. <laughs> Oh, I use the one to 30 scale. What's the one to 30 scale? See, I, I prefer to look at it like it's binary, right? Bang or wouldn't bang. You know, I think that's much, much uh, more accurate scale for men. There you go. Dude, if she makes my dick hard, she's a 10. There you go. So most guys don't understand that while a lot of women do want relationships, they need to feel like they've won a man over before they get into that relationship. So, so many guys are pushing for relationships like out the gate, right? And uh, <laughs> that's that's the wrong way to go. And this this took me a while to learn because I just assumed that too. I thought I thought all women just wanted relationships like me. Oh, like me? Look at me. <laughs> but no, no, that's 
I mean, it's true. Like, I think most women do want to um, consolidate on a single guy, like on one guy, but they have to, they really do want to, uh, they have to invest themselves for that to work out long-term. You know, if the guy's the one pushing for the relationship and just like finally just like, you know, breaks down her will and she finally just says, ah, fuck it. All right, fine. All right. I guess, I guess I'll be your girlfriend or whatever. Right. Like the power dynamic of that relationship is fucked up and it just won't work out. Oh, Look up Patrice O'Neill's one to 30 scale. It's hilarious. Okay. I'll, I'll take a look at that after this. Hey guys, support the show. Send a super chat. Thank you. Stream elements. So Roycey, Roycey said it best in his first commandment, commandment of Poon. Um, now, if you guys don't know who Roycey is, uh, first of all, you should be ashamed of yourself. Second of all, there's basically, uh, they call them the three R's of the manosphere, right? Or the three R's of red pill. These are guys that are like, you know, the, the originators of red pill stuff, right? And you had Roycey, Rolo, and Roosh. So those are the three R's. And then, you know, Ryan Stone comes in as the fourth R. Ryan's the fourth R of the Manosphere. <laughs> but Roycey said it best in his first commandment of Poon uh, about not saying I love you first, okay? He said, women want to feel like they have overcome, have to overcome obstacles to win a man's heart. Women want to feel like they have to overcome obstacles to win a man's heart. They crave the challenge of capturing the interest of a man who has other women competing for his attention and eventually prevailing over his grudging reluctance to award his committed exclusivity. The man who gives his emotional world away too easily robs women of the satisfaction of earning his love. Though you may be in love with her, don't say it before she has said it. Show compassionate restraint for her need to struggle towards yin fulfillment. Inspire her to take the leap for you and she'll return the favor a thousandfold. So when he says yin fulfillment, he's talking about yin yang, yin yang fulfillment. But yeah, Royce has said it best. Like she has to earn your love. So don't be pushing for a relationship. Let her bring it up. It has to be her idea. And so and too many of you guys have that sniper mentality and you push for that relationship. And so you guys have to understand that men are the gatekeepers of the relationship. You can't just give that shit away, right? They have to earn that. And too many of you guys are so willing, like uh, there's a, this, this chick Kate who follows all of us in uh, you know, on the rule zero panel. And uh, <laughs> Ryan just blocked her yesterday. Cause she, I guess she was just like spouting off too much, too much on, uh, on Twitter. And he just had enough of it. And then I guess she brought, she brought Rolo's uh, wife into the art conversation, which is just like, you know, a, like a low blow and a dumb thing to do. So yeah, Ryan ended up blocking her, but you know, she's always saying, Oh no, no, no. Like, no women also control who's, you know, women get to decide who's goes into a relationship and stuff like that. It's like, that's because most guys are really, they really want to be in a relationship so bad that it, as soon as a chick's like, Hey, I want to be in a relationship. They're like, okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> Commandment seven, always keep two in the kitty. There you go. Oh, here we go. I use the, how far would you drive scale? That's good. So anyway, uh, so no, men are the gatekeepers of relationships, right? Because the way this works is you, 
keep bringing the fun. You take her on dates. You're sleeping with her. You're having a good time. You let her, it become her idea that she wants to lock you down. All right. And she will, uh, when she finally brings it up, it's your decision whether you want to be exclusive with her or not. Right. It's not her decision. She's bringing it up. So you just keep dating and spinning these plates until the plate that you want brings it up. If the plate that you don't, you don't want to be exclusive with brings it up, just tell her, yeah, you know, I'm going to just, I just want to settle down right now. And then, I mean, at that point she can either take it or leave it. She can either keep dating you and keep being a plate and letting herself be a plate, or she can walk away. Like that's her decision, you know, too. But it's, it, it's you, you the one that, that needs to decide whether you want to be exclusive with someone or not. Like that's not, that's not her decision. Like it's her decision to bring it up, but it's your decision to accept her offer. Right. So you spend plates until you find the right plate. And even then, you know, um, like I said, it has to be her idea. And at about the seventh or eighth week of dating is typically when chicks will bring it up. They'll bring it up as a talk, you know, they'll, they'll want to have a talk about where is this going? So, so what are we, what, you know, what do we call this? Right. And when, a, when a chick does that, that's her way of, of wanting to do the talk, right? They, women are very subtle. They can't just be direct. So they'll sort of wishy-washily, <laughs> you know, start bring up the topic. So you need to not assume that that's what she wants. You need to really drag that out of her. You need to say, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? Until she eventually says like, I want, I, I don't want you dating other women. I want, you know, I want to be exclusive. Like you really want her to spill the beans and, and actually say that's what she wants before you accept anything. If that's what you want to do anyway. And if you guys, if you're one of those guys that's scaring women off by the second or third date, I guarantee this is where you're failing. Okay. Cause that's where I was. If you're scaring women off by the second or third date, they're always ghosting you by the second or third date. Even if you slept with them, they're, they're still like ghosting you. It's because you're pushing for a relationship too soon. You're not letting her bring it up. You're not letting it hurt, be her idea. And uh, you're just coming across as like a, you know, a needy bitch, which is unattractive. It's really unattractive for women, right? It, it actually goes, like women will say this all the time. No, I want a guy to, to, to tell me that he wants to be exclusive. Like, no, they don't. No, they don't. It goes against their 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 lizard brain, right? Their their monkey brain. It goes against their subconscious to to want to do that. It goes against their evolutionary biology. They want a guy that they uh, they want to be in a relationship with a guy that they've invested in. That they, you know, it has it has to be their idea. It just it just it just does. All right. Oh, we made it. We made it uh, fifty minutes. That's great. That's great with this topic. So that's pretty much all I have on this, right? You guys uh, want to spin plates. If you guys want to be in an exclusive relationship, you can do that with this, right? Don't think that you're married to or out the gates. Spin those plates until you find the right plate, right? And then, and then uh, wait for that plate to bring it up and then agree to it. Then you're happily ever after. <clears throat> that's how I have kept a couple of soft plates now that I have my primary. All right. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> and you know, even if you are like a, a, a you know, an exclusive, like one woman guy, right. And you do this, you spin your plates and then you find your right plate. And then, and then, you know, your, your morals say not to, uh, 
be seeing side chicks or whatever, right? Because that's fine too. You know, like there's guys that are, you know, they totally advocate for side chicks. Like if that's your thing, whatever. I'm not going to tell you not to do that. But if you're one of those guys that's like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that because it goes against my morals. Like that's fine too. But what I would say is that um, don't, uh, don't dismiss women that are like hitting on you. Right. Like if, if a woman is like flirting with you, like don't be afraid to, to flirt back a little bit. <laughs> because that sort of thing, like that, that sort of, you know, keeps that comp competition anxiety going. Right. If a chick realizes that you have no other options, like if you totally let yourself go, you totally like, aren't, you know, at the gym losing, you know, keeping the weight off, staying, staying fit, doing the attractive things that got you to the show in the first place. Uh, she's going to realize that she's your only option. And then she's going to start losing attraction for you. Like women really, like a guy that other girls want to get with. And if you, if she realizes that, no, you have no other options. Uh, she's going to start losing attraction for you. So that dread game thing is a, it's a real deal, right? <laughs> you want to stay that attractive guy that, that, that got her interest in the first place. Even if you're not actively going out and like sleeping with side chicks and stuff, you know what I mean? All right. Uh, I don't see any other super chats, so let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. That's all I have. Uh, tune in Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time. My boy Glenn Lawrence from the Dragon Ship will be joining me. We're going to be talking about what it's like swimming in the Mana Swamp, as uh, Rich Cooper likes to call it. Um, also, I will be hosting Rule Zero this week. Um, I'll be posting that later today on uh, you know on YouTube, and and so check the socials for that. Uh, but, uh, it's going to be a fun episode. It's going to be a fun episode Saturday. I, I, I got, I got a lot of things that we're, I want to talk about. Uh, some of you guys will like it. Uh, besides that, let's go here. Be sure to like subscribe, hit those notifications. If you guys are watching after the, uh, after the replay, drop a comment, any comment will do. You can leave your favorite emoji. It doesn't matter. It all helps out in the algorithm. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. Get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod. You can join for as little as $10 that helps support the show more than anything else. You get on the beer credits and all that stuff on Monday's episodes. And then, uh, if you want any kind of coaching, like if you need help with this stuff, if you need help with, uh, getting your rotation going or whatever, Join the Patreon at tier two or tier three, because that's where I offer my coaching. I like to do it through the Patreon. It keeps things simple. And then there's no contracts or whatever. If you, once you get what you need out of the Patreon, you can, you know, you can drop your tier to a lower tier or you can, you know, leave all together, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, but, you know, once you get what you need, you're not locked into anything. So it's, it's a, it's a good way to go. So it's a lot easier for me to manage it that way. Uh, sending super chats during these episodes helps out, you know, pretty much probably more than anything. Uh, so if you guys, uh, do join me for these live streams, send a super chat or a super sticker because, you know, content creators like me in the men's space are largely supported by viewers like you because, you know, YouTube hates us. Uh, all the platforms, like they, they demonetize our videos because it's hate speech to, to tell women or to tell men about women's nature and stuff like that, which is really a sad way to go, but you know, it is what it is. So we're largely supported by people like you. So please send those super chats. 
Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I'll send you some stickers. And then if you like those designs, you can get those designs on coffee mugs and t-shirts and all the all that kind of stuff. And then finally, <clears throat> check out my practical law of attraction course. I say it's practical because I get rid of all the chick crack, all the crystals and chakras and, and vibrations and energy and all that stuff. Like it's this course is it's all about the psychological explanation of the law of attraction. And it will help you get your mind right uh, so that you can compete in the sexual marketplace better. It also helps you in, in other areas of your life, finances, health, all that good stuff. So check it out today, loa.comeonmanpod.com. The link is in the description for that as well. I think, let me go back to the comments here. I think that's all we have. So we will see you guys on Friday. Thanks for joining me today. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now, go out and get it.